You are now listening to The Gradient Radio, an open space to converse about creativity with creatives. And I am your host, Antonio Knox. And today, we have a special guest. This creative has taken the social media world by storm. The visuals he has created with kids at play to the knowledge he has dropped on TikTok. Today, our guest is Noah Hudson Peralta, a.k.a. NHP. What's good, man? What's good, bro? How's it going? <laughs> I'm good, bro. <laughs> just, you know, trying to get used to, like, being in front of the camera, like, speaking. I feel that. Um, just kind of, like, doing the introduction process. Um, but thank you for coming out. Thanks for having me, bro. Yes, man. I think this is going to be a great conversation for not only us, but for the people that are listening and watching. No doubt. So, for the people who may not know who NHP is, could you introduce yourself? Uh, honestly, man, I don't even know where to start. My name's Noah Hudson Peralta. I'm 20 years old. I'm originally from Detroit, Michigan. I live in Virginia now, uh, Richmond. Um, I'm a tour photographer, videographer. I make music videos, album covers. I do all of that. I also started doing like commercials uh, a long time ago. I do documentaries. I do pretty much anything in filmmaking. I'm also a TikToker where I talk about hats, fashion, music, um, pretty much everything. Just kind of like a lifestyle account. I also have a couple online businesses. Um, yeah, so I'm kind of, I just do a bunch of different things. Yeah. Yeah, it, it seems like you are a multidisciplinary, like, individual creative. I'd like to, I, I'd like to think that for myself, yeah. Yeah. So, how did you get your start from, obviously, like, you do so much now. Like, how did you, you yeah, begin? Yeah, so... It all started kind of when I was a kid. I always just always had a camera in my hand. I would uh, I always play with these model trains, like these Thomas the trains, and I would always take pictures of the sets when I was six, seven, eight years old. So I've always had a camera. And then when I got into high school, I took a video class, and it was kind of just it, I random. We were taking a tour of the our career tech school, and I found my way into the video class, and I was like, dang, this is really cool. This kind of when Casey Neistat was coming about. So I was a huge fan of him, how he was filmmaking. So I was like, dang, this is something I want to do. And I put my hands on a camera and just fell back in love with it instantly. Um, and kind of from there, I just really went hard at it. It was something I loved to do. I wasn't the best at, in school. Like, I, I'm dyslexic, so it's hard for me to, like, get through English class. I was really good in math. I liked school, too. That was another thing. But it, I was trying to find what I loved to do. And once I found photography and videography, I was like, this is it. And I was a sophomore in high school, so to find something that early is amazing. Yeah. And then throughout that year, I was working on different projects. Um, my school was tied with PBS NewsHour. Oh, word. So they do different projects where they'll send topics to the different uh, classes around the United States. And one of the topics was uh, people living in America with disabilities. So my teacher reached out to me because he knew about my dad. Um, my dad was born with no arms and no legs. Um, so my teacher reached out to me and asked if I would want to do a story on my dad. And I was like, yeah, of course. Um, so I went through with that interview. Um, I was able to interview Dan Gilbert, the CEO of the Cavs. He's really close with my dad um, after he heard his story and everything. So that was my first kind of big experience with, like, interviewing real people. And, like, I was kind of just thrown into it. It was a project all by myself. So I did the project. A couple months later, it was actually televised live on PBS NewsHour. Wow. So that was kind of, like, the first thing for me to realize, like, oh, shit, I can make this real. Um and a bunch of different things just kept coming from that. Uh, I was winning different awards in high school my sophomore year. And then at the end of that year, I started my own freelance company working for other people. And then um, 
kind of ever since then i was like damn i can make money doing something i love like i'm just gonna go full full force into this and uh that's kind of what i've been doing ever since it's kind of translated into something different now and now i feel like i'm more into marketing and how tiktok works um i can get into how i started my tiktok thing too if you want me to for sure absolutely um so yeah just kind of i was filmmaking for a while all through from sophomore year till after high school my junior year i kind of realized i didn't want to go to college because i was already making money why spend money on school that i probably didn't need and i learned so much from youtube yeah so i was like i'll just i can do this by myself COVID hit obviously that was hard for a lot of creatives um for me i was in a big pretty big creative slump i didn't know what to do i didn't know what was next uh but then i met smith uh the year before a couple months months before COVID happened and that trip definitely changed my life i met him out in new york um shooting a music video met him randomly i feel like a lot of things in my life just kind of just come in fate and i kind of just let things happen um and so i met him and i was flown out to uh richmond in february 2020 shot some music videos then i came back here and out in august decided i want to move out here and so in january I was getting ready to move, and I also wanted to start something different. Um, I was I, I took it upon myself to start TikTok. I didn't know what I wanted to create, so I was just creating everything. And then um, about January 20th, my first viral hit it, video hit. Got like 20,000 views. I was freaking out. I was like, oh, shit. And it was about an unboxing of shoes. And uh, so I just I was like, okay, this is cool. So I did another post about hats, and that one kicked off. And I was okay. Let me try with these shoes and hats and see what works. And I kept going, and then the hat, these hat TikToks just kept taking off. And I grew ten thousand followers in a month. And then the next month it was at thirty, and then it jumped to seventy. And then by six months I hit a hundred thousand followers. Mm-hmm. And I was posting one to three times a day. It was something I just really pushed myself to it. And uh, yeah, that's kind of where I started TikTok. It's kind of where I started my film. It's kind of a lot. Yeah, but. yeah. No, I, I think it's a it's a lot that like people can like take from your story because it seemed like you found this this passion that you wanted to do, and um, ultimately led you in many different di- directions to try like many different things. No, no doubt, and that's that's one thing. Is like if I never took that filmmaking class in high school, I would never understand how to make really good videos for TikTok. So it's like any anything that happens in your life, it's happening for a reason. And that's something I live by truly. Because like all the knowledge and the cinematography rules and all these things I learned in high school and through YouTube, it's like I put that into my TikTok now. So everything I was doing back then is going into what I'm doing now, which is beautiful for me to see that all that work that I was putting in, that hard work and time is like, it's it's paying off. Yeah. And I still got so much, yeah. so much to go. Yeah, I'm only 20. Yeah, facts. I mean, to be so young, to, to be so young and to be where you are na- at now, I can only imagine where you will be at in the future if you continue down like this, this journey. 100%. I'm yeah. excited, man. Yeah. So, yeah, you spoke about, like, some of the things that happen in your life that can ultimately, like, catapult you in a direction that will be a benefit to you in the future. Um, so that that filmmaking class, it seems like they ultimately gave you the tools to be able to do, like, what you're doing now. What were, like, some of those tools? What were some of those concepts they taught you for you to be able to do what you do now yeah for sure i think one of the things was back in high school is just like really just i think the most important thing in school is like 
a lot of people, even in college, like, I have friends who are going to filmmaking school, and they're not touching a camera right away. Yeah. My, the first thing we did in my high school class was touch the camera. And that was instantly when I it clicked for me, like, oh, this is fun. Like, I like holding things and actually doing something. So I think a lot of people need to, like, really get their hands on and just try things, especially when they're young, because it's like, if you don't just try everything when you're young, you're going to go to school and maybe those two years into college when you already paid $80,000, mm-hmm. you touch a camera, you're like, oh, I don't really like this. Yeah. But how do you know if you, you're going to spend money to figure it out? I think that was one thing I learned young was like just try everything and see what works and what clicks. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that yeah. answers the question, but I think it's really just getting hands on and trying everything. Like there's there's no reason not to learn as much things as possible. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, from from my perspective, that's how I kind of like got to like where I'm at at, at, at now, too, um, be, it was because. I was so curious about like just all of the different like tools that were out there, whether it's like Photoshop, whether it's like, you know, um, After Effects, yeah. um, just like some of those Adobe products. And I didn't necessarily have the, the knowledge to be able to like. I didn't have the knowledge one, but also I wasn't in school trying to learn like those, um, those tools. But what I did was just like I just dove in. I dove in and just I just tried to like figure out the it. process. And ultimately, that's what you said. Like you just because they gave you even even though like at the time you were in school, but they also put the tools in your hands just to try to figure it out to how to use it and to to gain that experience over time. And ultimately, it was it was due to like your benefit. One hundred percent. And I think that's that I think you touched on a great point. It's like people learn by experiences. And I think there's a lot of people who can study for a test and do well on it. I was never one of those people. Like I would do so much more on a project if I was actually able to put my hands on it. I think there's two different people types of people who can study and learn things really well, but also there's a the type of people who need to just do it, put yeah. their hands on it and just do it. Yeah. And you just learn by doing experiences. The only way to learn is to fail. Exactly. Like failure is not a bad thing. Like failure is a must for everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh you don't learn anything in life without failing. So you need to accept that failure is okay. So if something bad is happening in your life, please accept it. Yeah. It's happening for a reason no matter what. Always. Exactly. Exactly. I mean that that's a great that's a great great perspective to have. So with your school being what what did you say they were a pbs uh yeah so we worked with pbs news hour yes yes so what was like to for them to for for your teacher to give you the heads up on that um but also to be able to just ultimately have the placement and um just curating this body of work for people to to view and to see what was that process like for sure it was crazy as uh, normally, first-year students don't tackle the PBS projects, but uh, he just really loved what I was doing in that class. He saw that I was motivated and eager to just win in it. Um, so he reached out to me because I think we were only, like, two months into the class. Like, I don't I don't have much experience with interviewing people yet. He, he just threw me into it, and I thank him so much for that. But uh, a couple of the experiences just, I think, going back to it is just getting thrown into it. It's like... Working with PBS, there was a lot of work Like I had to figure out. I had to write transcripts of every single interview that I wrote. Every word that they said, I had to write down. I had to write it down, cut them out, and then I had to put them on 
pieces of paper to make them look make sense. Like yeah. there was a lot of just like time and work and learning that I went into it, but the payoff was amazing to see my thing live on national television for millions of people so young like i i forget about that because it's happened so long ago but that was such an amazing experience for me because like i don't know for any creative to see their work finally get put out and to get like what you feel worth like get that worth back from it that's the most like amazing feeling ever yeah because i know a lot of creatives will go through a really long time of getting nothing back from all the work that they put in mm-hmm. and me like kids that play i think we're putting in so much work to what we're doing absolutely and a lot of the time we don't get the love that we deserve back yeah which is fine because as long as all of us know that it's coming and it's gonna pay back Facts. that's the only thing that matters but i know as a creative it it's it's fucking hard when your shit's not getting seen and it seems like people don't care about your work, but it, the number one thing is making sure that you care. Yeah. And if you love everything that you do about your own work, like I promise you're going to make other people care. Facts. Facts. So the, so the, 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 the body work, the, the video, the film that you created mm-hmm. for PBS, that was about your dad. Could yep. you speak, to, speak more about your, your father? For sure. So my dad was born with no arms, no legs. Um, they said it was an act of God. Um, when he was actually born, uh, the doctors asked my grandma but instantly they took him away she had him took him away she didn't even see him usually they give the kid instantly to their mom and they were like we need to talk to you some there's a problem with your kid she's like what the fuck's what's up like tell me so they're like it's okay if you don't want to keep them she's like what and then um so they told her your son has no arms and no legs she's like that's my fucking kid like give him give me my kid i don't care i'm gonna raise him and that was just my shout out to my grandma for that first off and then uh cu- next couple of weeks obviously the doctors are talking to them telling them that he's never gonna be able to have a family go to a regular school draw drive pretty much just telling him that his life is going to be worthless and uh, my grandpa told the doctors he's gonna do everything one every one of those things and more uh so growing up for my dad i don't want to say it was easy for him it was definitely hard he had a lot he had a lot of different things to figure out he has to think about doing so many just for him to shower he's got to do it in a completely different way um so going throughout high school he actually went to a regular high school he has a family Uh, he learned to draw with his pen and pencil on his shoulder he became an artist he was doing drawings and making christmas cards um and he was just trying every single way to prove those pro- those doctors wrong. And um, like I said a while ago, it's like they said it was an act of God. So for a while, he was mad at God, and he didn't realize why he was made that way. And then he accepted that the reason he was made that way was to inspire people because he was put on this earth for a reason. And ever since then, it's like everything he does, he's inspiring people. Like I said, he can drive now. Like if. I posted a video on TikTok of him driving. It's got 500,000 views. Mm. Those 500,000 people are seeing something that is impossible, but is possible. Like, yeah. he's he's literally just a spitting image of, like, anything is possible. And, um, I mean, he's just done everything that you can think of. He can swim. He's flown a plane. Man is just, like, super inspirational to me and to anyone who he sees. Like, um, it's really cool. He works with a lot of uh, kids who are also born without limbs, certain arms or certain legs. And he'll actually mentor those families as they get older mm. to help those kids 
kind of know what to do and how to look at life because when you're born that way everyone looks at you differently so you got to look at life differently as well yeah so for me to have him in my life is it's definitely been a true inspiration because i can i can't complain about shit yeah i can't because i just look at a picture of him where i get to talk to him and i i can't complain about anything because he's had it so much harder mm-hmm. so Obviously, I complain about little shit every once in a while, but he always gets on me and says, like, just keep going. Like, you got it. Like, look what I've done. Yeah. And I'm like, damn. Yeah. Yeah. It it seems like you picked up a lot of principles and values from him just by the life he has lived. 100%. And it's crazy because, like, I don't see him as any different. Like, when I look at him, I don't see him as no arms, no legs. Yeah. But I, I think growing up with him and being able to experience everything that he's experienced, like, I get to see life from so many different ways. And I think that's, I think me as a person, I just look at life so differently than a lot of people because I look at other people's issues and I try and put myself in other people's shoes. And I, I think, I think a lot of people are really selfish in this world right now where they don't put themselves in other people's shoes. Yeah. And I think that's a big thing because when you get to do that and you get a little glimpse, you'll never get the full glimpse of what someone's going through because only, only them can feel that. But if you can get a little glimpse and understanding of what people are actually going through, you see life completely different. Yeah. And I think that's kind of, I'm blessed to be only 20 and kind of figure that out so young. But, I mean, like, everything I do, I just, I have empathy. Yeah. Because I I understand what people are going through. Mm -hmm. And that's why if I can use his story to inspire other people and that I'm going to do that every day. Yeah. There was a season for me in which I wasn't looking at like other people's perspective and it was really a detriment for me. Mm-hmm. Just the relationships the relationships I was having and I would continue to bump my head, continue to bump my head, continue to bump my head and then I wouldn't get it. Yeah. And eventually like I got to the point of like what you said, to be able to look at another person's shoes to kind of feel what they feel and understand like their POV of like how they view the world. Yeah. Um, ultimately I got that perspective and I understood that, but it was like, uh, there was like a period, period of time, which I didn't get it. For sure. And now when I have conversations or I have like disagreements with people, I I do try to look, look at things from like their perspectives, Mm -hmm. their shoes and understand like, why are they saying what they say? Why they, why are they doing what they doing? Why, why? Why had they done like what they've done, yeah. um, basically, and that that's a pretty powerful tool to really have in an arsenal because it it op- it opens up your perspective of mm-hmm. life and to, for you to be able to see that like your perspective is not the only perspective no, yeah. that that there is, and so that's a really powerful um, tool to have. For sure, I'm I'm blessed because another thing too is like I grew up in the suburbs in Michigan, so like. I grew up, but my school is pretty 50-50, white and black, but also, like, growing up in the suburbs, like, going back now and moving to a super diverse city like Richmond, I've just learned so much about the way that people live. Like, I just, really getting out of your hometown is something I really urge a lot of people to do because for me to have the the ability to really step in other people's perspectives, but also to move out and see it, in like other places you just learn so much like yeah. I, I see things at home like that I would have never seen before like how bad it is mm-hmm. like just how people act talk 
and do things it's so different in different places like people really need to get out of where they're like raised and really just experience life because there's so much more out there yeah so much more so much more and, and it's great once again to do it while you're young yeah. because as you get older you have that experience and you will be able to navigate the world much more not easier but like in a better way you know no doubt yeah so how did you what gave you the foresight coming out of high school wanting to start like a business yeah um i kind of i knew not going to college like i had to put everything i had to into what i was doing was filmmaking and photography and um i wasn't i didn't do tiktok or anything yet so it was kind of that was the only thing i was doing my my dreams was to just be a tour photographer videographer um I'm sorry. What was the question again? I kind of what gave off. you the foresight to start a business? Yeah. Uh, so going back to that and not going to college is like I I knew that was what I had to like just I had to go full force into. Um, so everything I was doing, I was trying to just uh work hard and get build clients. And in Michigan, I had a really big clientele. Like I was working with a lot of different brands, a lot of different people. Um, I was doing really well, but it was kind of just not the work that I wanted to do. Um, and then I met Smith. I call, like the year before COVID happened and uh through there I kind of through him and his team like kids at play and everything I kind of realized there's more of like a business aspect to this um I don't only have to be a photographer and videographer so now I'm expanding in what what other things that I'm doing um so through TikTok I also started a diff- couple different online businesses I have one website where I um I sell my own pins some of my hats some of my clothes, I come out with exclusive pins and sell them to my fans. And then I also have another website to where people can buy and resell fitted hats. Um, and for me, it's like I knew I wasn't only I was never going to make enough money only doing photography and videography. Mm-hmm. I can't like I, I can. But I don't want that to be my only source of income. Like sure. I'm, I, I want to make as much money as possible and make as much passive income as possible too. So I've just, I'm just always thinking about different ways to make different businesses or different business opportunities. And I think ever since high school, I've been thinking that way. And like, you don't really know where I was going to, like with the whole filmmaking thing, I never knew I would go into TikTok and I'd have a couple online different businesses, but doing all that leads to that. So yeah. it's just like trusting the process of where you're going and what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, 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 a, it's a journey, it's a process. Um, and it, and it, your story will not be like anybody else's story. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, that's the beautiful thing because you can live the life that you want to live, yep. the life that you imagine to live. And it seems like you are going in a direction to, to live the life that like you possibly imagine. No doubt. I mean, kind of going to it, my dream, my entire life, not my entire life, but when I started filmmaking my sophomore year and then kind of finding the music and concert photography route, my junior year ever since then it was let's go on tour like my dream is to go on tour and uh thankfully this year i went on two tours i went on tour with smith but i also went on a national tour with an artist idk and to be able to accomplish one of my dreams so young it's like okay what's next yeah more dreams more dreams more goals more goals and bigger goals yeah um like i Last year when I was talking about moving out here, all I wanted to be was a photographer and videographer out of Richmond and do a lot of work with artists here. But now I'm thinking, once I moved here, I realized, like, I, I can do so much more. I can have my own businesses in L.A. or in New York or wherever I want to. I'm not only a photographer and videographer. Yeah. I want to do so much more. Yeah. So it's just 
knowing your dreams are possible. Anything is possible, man. Facts. Anything. Yeah. That moment when you met Smith. Tell us about that. When I met Smith, shout out Smith. <laughs> 2019, October, um, in New York City. Uh, we were there for a film festival. I had a couple of my music videos get in and nominated for some awards. Uh, and he had a documentary, I believe, that was nominated. And uh, there was an opening night party. He's obviously from Virginia. I'm from Detroit. We were both there. I almost didn't go to this because I was already graduated high school, but I still wanted to go because it was my last like high school contest or whatever. So I went to New York, and there was an opening night party, and I saw this kid dress cool, kind of hype like me and like cool. So I went up to him, chopped it up, told me he made music. I was like, oh, cool. I was making music videos at the time, so I was like, what kind of music do you make? You like you make SoundCloud rap or you make like real rap? Because I was in Detroit. There's a lot of people who make music and who aren't really serious about it. Yeah. And I was trying to. I was trying to find people with my work to kind of make serious music videos. Um, no one in Detroit really wanted that. So I kind of chopped it up with him, showed me his music. And I was like, damn, this is dope. This is really good. We were staying in the same hotel in Times Square, and it was like 3 a.m. We were like, bro, let's just go sneak out, shoot a music video in Times Square. Like, why not? We're here. Let's do it. So it was like 3 a.m. We snuck out, maybe two hours, shot a music video. All I had was one camera, one lens. And we shot the Hammer Pants music video. That's how we met. Ever since then, we just clicked. And February, I came out here, shot like four music videos in five days. Came back out here for a week and a half in August. And that's when I realized I wanted to move out here and work full-time with kids at play. Mm. And that whole experience, man, it's like if I never went to New York, if I never took that film class, I never got submitted, I would never be here right now in Richmond. Yeah, your, your life would probably look totally different. 100%. Yeah. And that little moment in New York changed everything. And that's why I think it's so beautiful for all of us to look at it as like, this is fate. This is meant to happen. This is going to happen. Yeah. So what do you think people can take from that? You know, you know, obviously having the film school, uh, not really wanting to go to New York, but deciding to go to New York mm -hmm. and everything that transpired. I think it's kind of just trusting everything and really living in the present. Um, I wasn't a full believer on living in the present back then, but something I've learned over this year was definitely to live in the present. Don't worry about the past and don't uh, don't stress about the future because is it real? The only thing that's real is the present. It's right now. So it's, mm -hmm. I, I put a lot of, I was thinking too much about whether I should go or if I was going to win or not. And I, I kind of just said, I'm just going to go and let it happen. Yeah. And then all the experiences there, I just let happen. And I think ever since then, I kind of just, the same thing i just let everything happen i went to richmond in august and i was like i should move here and i let that happen i made it happen yeah and i think that's the biggest thing it's like everything that happens in your life happens for a reason mm -hmm. if you miss if you wake up late and you miss your bus or you're late to work like you could have gotten an accident if you still went it's like just relax like accept whatever that is happening to you in your life it's happening for a reason, I promise you. Yeah. And I think that's something I learned from my dad. It's like all the things that he went through, it's it's happened for a reason. He was born with no arms, no legs, so he can inspire millions of people. Yeah. I ha I was able to get that perspective and look in his shoes and realize like, okay, that's that's true. Yeah. It's, it's really true. And he showed me that anything you want to do in life, you can do. Yeah. He wanted to drive a car. So he had to 
He had to buy a van. He was 18. He had to buy a van, raise $50,000 for all the modifications just for him to drive the car. He had to design the brake pedals. This was a process. This was a couple of years in the works without even knowing if he could drive it yet, but he knew he could do it. Yeah. And then uh, when he turned 19, he was able to buy the van, raise enough money to get the modifications, and he got his license. Yeah. He made his dream happen. Mm. You can make your dreams happen. My entire life, I wanted to go on tour. On October 30th, IDK tweeted, yo, I need a tour photographer to go on tour tomorrow. Mm. And I just happened to have two weeks, like, and that was, and I replied with some of my work, and he re- replied an hour later, yo, call me. Called him, and I was going on tour the next day. It's like, if I, if I would have, I, I can plan to go on tour one day, but I just let that happen whenever it was supposed to happen, and it was completely random. The next day, I was on a flight to L.A. Yeah. It's like, you just got to trust where you are. I promise everyone, it's like, wherever you are, just, you're there for a reason. Just trust yourself. Yeah. Wherever you're going, you're going to get there. You just have to believe in it. Yeah. And I think that's that's another big thing is believing in yourself. Yeah, believing in yourself. Yeah. 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 I mean I, I I think what you did, like you spoke you spoke with intention about the things that you wanted to accomplish in accomplish in your life and mm-hmm. and you did the work and then things just started to like gravitate towards you because you made your intentions known. No doubt. Um, like you said, you wanted to go on tour, you didn't know when it was going to happen possibly had faith that it was going to happen mm-hmm. and it, it happened it didn't and you there was no way that you could have constructed the way it happened right never right and i think that's a big thing it's like people like to they like to plan so much about how things are going to happen yeah just trust it just go day by day and just it it's going to happen if you truly believe in it exactly there's just there's this concept or this theory um it's called the, the bridge of incidents, mm-hmm. right? So it's basically like when you make your intentions known, when you want something to happen in life and like you truly believe that it's going to happen, then there's like these incidents that happen to make the thing that you want to happen. And, and it seems like that's what happened. Like you, 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 you made your intentions known by saying that you wanted to go on tour and you didn't probably like think about it. Like you just did the work. You yep. did so many things surrounding that. And then when the opportunity presented itself, for you to go on tour like you you did some work and then it seemed boom. like it happened boom yep. that's incredible yeah man. i know i know that moment like had to feel amazing bro i was I, I could cry about it right now i was literally jumping up and down facetiming my parents i was like i'm going on tour like bro that was a dream of mine like like before i moved out to richmond all i wanted to be was a concert photographer tour photographer like everything i researched was about that yeah so to to accomplish that goal and like last time I was here you were talking about the power of writing and yeah one of my 2021 goals was go on tour and I made that shit happen and I I, I wrote it RVA is gonna change my life like I, I write please write down everything like the power of writing what this man says is true it's like you write it down and you manifest that that shit is real I promise yeah you you write it down and you really believe in yourself that shit will happen yeah yeah i mean this is this is 21 this is 2021 now this is going to come out in 2022 but basically like what he said like anything that you want to happen in your life make sure you speak it make any like i said anything that you want to happen in your life make sure you speak it 
make sure you write it make sure you see yourself in that position Mm -hmm. and make sure like you believe it and if you believe those things to come true they will come true they will they will come true so like that's that's incredible that you you are writing things down and and for those people who are seeing this in the year 2022 or beyond make sure the things that you want to happen make sure you write those things down specifically speak those things and see yourself in those see yourself in that position um and and like i said like those things will happen those things will happen it's so much power in the things that you speak so much power in the things that you write and and make sure like you believe that these things are tangible and they are possible to happen and they will happen i I say it so many times. I don't know. It's it's a really weird thing for people to maybe grasp when they don't really understand it. But, like, man, like, when I think about doing some of the things that I do, like, I, you have to mentally put yourself in those places, like you said. It's like when I wanted to go on tour, I had to, like, I, would, I was meditating a lot last year, too, and I was literally putting myself in front stage shooting those concerts. Yeah. And, like, I, I, I get goosebumps thinking about that shit. And those goosebumps when you are in those situations are a really good feeling, too. Yeah. It's, like, it's a really weird concept for anyone, I think. Yeah. But you need to really just try it. Yeah. There's no reason not to try it. Mm-hmm. And it goes, you just got to learn from these experiences. Learn how to meditate. Learn how to write down. I'm not the best writer. I'm not a biggest fan of it. I take a lot of voice memos, too. I record what I say. Mm-hmm. It's like you said, the power of what you say is so true it's like you put it onto the universe like you can truly create things it's like don't don't live in this world where everything is fixed that's not true break all the rules like this this world is not what you think it is Mm -hmm. put yourself in these other perspectives to really see what's possible because anyone who gets locked in these this route of going to school going to college working in nine to five it's like those are the people who don't see that these dreams and what their aspirations are possible because they get stuck in this world that that stuff is not possible that stuff is possible it's possible it's possible yeah yeah if you if you see anybody else doing extraordinary things in their lives at one point they were in a place where they wanted these things to happen they desired for these things to happen and, and it happened they, for them. And they knew it was going to happen. And they, and they knew it was going to happen. So, like, if you see, like, anybody else doing that, like, you can do the same thing for your life. There are books. There are videos that you can watch. If you want to do, like, a YouTube search, look up this guy called Neville Goddard. He speaks about these things. Um, one of the books that I recently just finished, which was my 60th, 60th book of the year, Damn. was um, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. And it speaks to these things. It speaks to these things. So, and there's so many books out there, so many things that you could look up, so many articles that will tell you these same same things. Um, just kind of like do your research, go out there, and um, make these things happen. Because, like like we said, like anything that you want to happen in this in this life, you can absolutely make it happen. I'm a, I am a a um, what's the word a what's the word? I can't think of the word right now. <laughs> Um, I'm, I, I am an example of that. NHP is an example of that, too. And there are so many other people out there who are an example of having these desires, believing these desires, seeing themselves in the position, meditating mm-hmm. and um, putting themselves in position for these things to happen. And if you truly want these things to happen, they will happen. Yep. They will happen. Um, 
I kind of want to touch on another thing too that goes along with that. It's like one thing I think is really discouraging for a lot of creatives and everything is like seeing other people succeed. Um, for a while, and I think 2020, I was kind of in a place where I was envy and jealous of other people of where they were, and I was, why am I not there yet? Why am I not there? Um, but then I, I kind of realized something that was changed everything for me is like everyone can win. Yeah. Everybody can win. If you look at other people's competition, it's just it's just taking yourself down, right? Mm -hmm. It's like if you live by the fact that everybody can win, which is true. There's a million other photographers out there, but all of us can succeed. There's a way for all of us to do it. Anything you want to do, there's going to be other people doing it. Yeah. But why worry about what other people are doing or where they're at? Like they have a whole different life. You have to you have to live in yourself. Yeah. One thing my dad told me is the only person that's in this world that can stop you from doing anything is yourself. Yourself. Don't be your own speed bump. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of that competition, like there's there's no need to, for competition. There's no need for it. There's we, this there's this book called um, The Science of Getting Getting Rich, and in the book it tells you don't necessarily worry about the competition because there is a an abundance of opportunities if you believe it to be true there's abundance of like everything yep. especially in the time that we are living in right now there's an abundance so you don't have to worry about like what someone else is doing as long as you are doing the work putting yourself in position to mm -hmm. live the life that you want to live that you see for yourself the manifestations that you want to happen then these things will absolutely happen they may not happen in the way that you far see them to happen but they will happen for the better and if you look down there was like this meme that I saw like years ago that many people saw. You look down like the bread aisle. There are many different types of so many bread. Brands. So many di different types of breads. So many different types of brands. And there was those people, those companies who created bread. I'm sure they didn't say like, I can't, I shouldn't do this because uh, this bread ex already exists. It. Somebody else, it, somebody else is already doing it. So that didn't stop them. That shouldn't stop you. What's for you? It's for you. What's meant to happen for your life will happen for your life. And just just go for it. Go for it. What's stopping you? Yourself. Yeah. That's the only thing that's stopping you. Exactly. Shit's hard, man. Life is hard. Everything you got to do is hard. Every obstacle you're going to get, it's not. It, nothing's going to be easy. Anyone who's gotten anywhere in life has worked hard. Exactly. Um. So if you got a goal, you got to believe in it and you got to work hard for yourself. So. Exactly. So the synergy that you and the kids have, kids at play, um, when you came down here uh, back in February and created like all of those, those videos, those music videos, mm -hmm. what was that process? How did that feel? And you know, the the reaction of like people once they saw them. Yeah, man. I think one. So like I said, back in 2020, I was in a big creative drought. I didn't know what I wanted to create or how I wanted to create. And then I knew I wrote down so many times that moving out here was going to create a different, create a spark for me. And just being surrounded by people who are really like-minded and hardworking and want to push you to the best of your abilities, mm -hmm. that's the number one thing. That's an amazing thing to have around you. So I knew moving out to Richmond, having eight other guys push me to my, my what I needed to do, and they wanted the best for me, I knew that my work was going to just excel out here. So when I, when I came out here, I felt like I was in high school again in my film class just making fun videos every single day. It's like... All this work that I'm doing with them, it's not work. Yeah, it's just fun. Like yeah. everything we create, it's just having fun. You can see we're, it. And we're we're putting in hours. Like we're 
for the commercial. We probably planned that 60 hours just sitting in my apartment, writing out the script, figuring out the different shots. Like, it's a lot of work. But if you put that intent and you know what you want to make, like, you can do it. Yeah. Um, And then, obviously, getting people to see it, it's amazing when people here can see it. Um, But, like, going back to what I said earlier, some of the things I feel like a lot of people aren't seeing our stuff. Yeah. And it's okay because yeah. I know they're going to see it. In due time. It's going to do time. and It's going to take time. But I definitely wish more people were going to see it, and I know they're going to see it somehow. I'm going to make it happen. Yeah. I'm figuring out a way to make it happen. I'm going to make it happen. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's incredible. I love the uh, the commercial that you guys created. Thank like, you, that's man. Once I saw that, I hit up Jacob, and I was like, yo, bro, like, this show is, like, fire. And mm-hmm. y'all recently dropped another one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, like, y'all should continue to do those. For I sure. can imagine you guys will continue to do those because those are, like, truly inspiring. And it, and it shows the amount of work that was put behind it, mm-hmm. the thought process, because, like, that definitely shines through. And it was only, like, a two-minute uh, commercial. Yeah. And it's crazy, like... Going back to my TikTok, it's like, okay, I'm learning so much about people's attention spans. Like, oh, we need to make a short commercial. People need to know about what we want so quick. Like, yeah. everything I learned through TikTok, now I'm putting into my filmmaking. Mm-hmm. I'm, I, I, I don't know, man. It's like, whatever you're doing, you can use it in other ways, too. For that commercial, it's like, we planned so much for it. Mm-hmm. And now I look at it, I'm like, oh, it's too long. Yeah. But it's okay. It's such a great film. One thing we're trying to do is, like, we can tell everyone who we are and what we want to do. But if we can't show them, then they're just not going to believe it. So that's why we came up with that commercial. Because yeah. I was like, we need to just show people what the fuck we are. Yeah. Who we are and what we believe in. Yeah. And you and you, you need to say it. Mm-hmm. You need to define, like, who you are for people. No so doubt. they understand, like, yo, this is who they are. Yeah, man. We're not, we're not a, just a group of kids who want to make music. Like, we're a group of 9 to 10 artists who are incredibly talented in all of our different ways smith being an artist jacob as a fashion designer being managing smith like just managing is an art in itself Mm -hmm. like everything everyone in our group is just doing really amazing things it's inspiring as fuck to be around them every single day i can imagine and like for them to push me and i think our number one goal is to inspire as many people out there to do what they love because that's what we're doing yeah earth tone our dj mm-hmm. he wants to be a dj he's gonna make that happen yeah. i'm a photographer i'm gonna make that happen yeah that's incredible bro. it's like a- anyone can become famous or whatever for whatever you want to do nowadays like you can monetize off of anything so if you want to be a famous book writer you can do that mm-hmm. what's stopping you yeah <laughs> what's stopping you that's yeah exactly so you seem like you got the tiktok game on lock <laughs> I I got it pretty down, I would say. I'm in a little slump right now. It's hard. Mm-hmm. You definitely go through a lot of creative ways with it. For sure. Um, if I'm not having fun with it, it's hard for me to create on it. Yeah. Um, one thing I've kind of noticed is, like, I'll, I'll be really invested in my TikTok, and then I won't do as much photography, mm-hmm. and then it'll kind of switch, and then I'll do more photography and not really working on my TikTok. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to find the balance in between the two. Yeah. But... I definitely have figured out. I've just studied it, bro. Like, there's so much you can learn about the app, about how much the time lengths you should post, what you should post, how to get people's attention, how to grow followers. There's a lot of things out there that can help you grow. And I was just, I was on top of it. It was something I wanted to do and it changed my life. Yeah. Truly, it's changed my life. It's paying my bills to live in Richmond and I'm meeting so many different people out of it. I'm now working with different brands nice. doing 
like sponsored posts. Yeah. I'm only 20, bro. It's like that's my going to one of my biggest goals is I just want to inspire people to live their dreams and what they want to do. Like this was my dream forever. I just wanted to be like a content creator, photographer, just do what I love, but also be able to make money at the same time. And I'm blessed to have the opportunity to do that. And I want to show as many people as possible that it is possible. You can do it. That's amazing. I'm 20, bro. If you're 14, 13, 10, 12, 18, you're 20, 30, 40, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Just You just got to go. You got to do it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for you to not only want to live your life, but also to be a catalyst for other people to live their lives, too, at the same time, that's that's, that's amazing to be able to want to help people and mm-hmm. to, to give back in a way that, like, you give back. Um, it's only going to be... Uh, amazing for you in the future no doubt because it seems like you're really selfish and and you could kind of tell you you can you kind of you can tell that you get those qualities from not only your family but your father too I appreciate that yeah for yeah. sure and it's like i don't know it's just i i'm in a place where i just achieved one of my biggest goals ever and i'm trying to figure out what's next what do i want to do it's like i obviously have goals written out that i want to do but what's my my what am i here for what's my purpose what do i want to do and and right now i've just really figured that it's to inspire people bro it's Mm -hmm. like i i'm in an amazing opportunity right now where i can inspire whoever i want and i know i can through what i've experienced i can take my dad's experiences i can take my mom's experiences my sisters i can take everyone who i've met and put their put their ideas and i like isms into what i do and i just really want to show people no matter how old you are, what you want to do is, is possible, bro. Yeah. I think that's that's my biggest goal for probably my life right now is, like, I want to show as many people as possible it's possible. Yeah, it, cause, because it is. It is. It's possible. It, it's what's stopping you. It's, 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 it's that question, what's stopping you? Mm-hmm. It's always yourself if there is something. Don't blame it on other people because it's not true. Yeah. If your car's not working you can find another way to get there. Mm-hmm. It's like the only thing that's stopping you is yourself, your head, your mental space. It's not easy to get that right. Yeah. Like finding the way to be positive about everything. That's another thing my dad taught me. I, I've dropped it so many times for him. It's like if you look at things negative and you think negative all the time, just negative things are going to happen to you. Yeah. Going back to what he said, it's like whatever you speak in existence is going to happen. Mm-hmm. If you put positive things out, always you're always thinking positive. You're talking positive. Positive things will naturally come to you. Positive things will happen, yeah. And even if something negative, we'll say negative happens, you can look at that negative thing as a positive. Mm-hmm. Every failure that I have, anything that happened to me, I can find a positive out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the the, the power words is, is, is so, so powerful. And you can see that for the people who are listening, for the people who are watching, you can see that with like the people who you are surrounded with, mm-hmm. whether those people have a positive life or a negative life per se, like you can see that just based off of like what they think and the things they say. And if you want to see like a bigger example, you can just look at like people in the industry, whether it's like rappers, right? Specifically like rappers, the rappers who the rappers who speak more positively positive things happen in their life yep. the rappers who speak negatively negative things happen in their life whether it's like through their music or the things that they say like those things 
it, there's power between there's power in your tongue life is what they say life and death is in the power of the tongue so be careful of what you say be careful of what you say if you want positive things to happen in your life speak those things yep. if you want negative things to happen in your life those things will happen um so just be careful what you say and the things that you put out into the world yeah 100 i agree with that a thousand yeah um so yeah like you said you um you went on tour with IDK, and it seems like there's another tour that's about to happen, or has happened, with Kids at Play, or just with uh, Smith. Yeah, so Smith went on a couple city tour. Um, that was kind of I forgot when that was, like September, August, and then uh, yeah, I just I was on a two week tour with IDK. Mm-hmm. Man, so I don't know if you want me to get into that yeah, a little bit. To, yeah. So um, it was Halloween night, 6 p.m. He tweeted, "Yo, I need a tour tour photographer in L.A." He said it LA. I was like, fuck it. I'm, just, I'm in Richmond. I'm still going to reply. I replied with some of my work. And then uh, I got a DM an hour later saying, yo, call me. So I called him. And he's like, fuck with your work. Like, what kind of camera you got? Whatever. He's like, can you come to LA tomorrow morning? Hmm. I was like, yes. Fuck it. Like, of course. And I just happened to have two weeks off, which is not normal for me. Um, so I'm on a flight the next morning, 4 a.m. I don't even know how to pack for a two-week tour like that shit's crazy so i i packed like two bags because they told me pack light i had all my camera equipment and then i fly to la um i meet up with them hop on the tour bus tour bus experience is crazy i'm in a little bunk it's like a coffin or something but i honestly it was super comfortable but we went from starting la then we drove to portland went to seattle down back down to san francisco down to la then we drove three days or a day and a half to Atlanta, and then Atlanta to Chicago, Chicago to New York, New York to Philly. Mm-hmm. So it was a it was a really crazy experience. I was just having fun the entire time because it was a dream of mine. I was getting a little tired towards the end, but for the most part, it was just an amazing experience. I got to see so many different types of people and experience so many new places, and it was it was just like. A beautiful experience bro yeah and that was like i said that was my dream like that's everything i wanted to accomplish and honestly it looks like a blur to me now it's only been a month but it's like did that really happen it's crazy bro i mean you, you got the pictures to show i do i got a lot of footage yeah man that was like i was we walked i had a crazy story like i walked on the tour bus one time i was looking down at my camera i sat down and I look up and Macklemore is sitting right in front of me. It was just like I was seeing all these like really crazy people that I just, I don't know. It's just like to be in that life of what I've just dreamt. Not that I dreamt of meeting Macklemore, but Macklemore is like one of those figures that you just see and it looks like a movie in For front sure. of you. Yeah, yeah. It was just a bunch of other people I can't even think about yeah. who I met. But I just met a lot of, a lot of amazing people for sure. Yeah. I mean, that's that's a moment. That's a moment. That's a moment, you know. I've had a dream. I've had, like, many different kinds of dreams. And so, like, once, you know, you, you think about it, you meditate it, you write it, you speak it, and then, like, when it finally happens, it's just, like, it feels so surreal Man. in that moment because you, you, you dreamt about that moment, like, for such a long time, no. it appears. And once you realize, like, once it happened, you, you, you think about, like, it wasn't really that long. Nah. It wasn't really that long. And... and it's great to be able to have those moments to, to be able to sit in those moments to see yeah. like everything that's happening surrounding in that moment 
And um, it, once you go back to real life, per se, and mm-hmm. you think about it, it's like, man, like, that was an incredible time. That was crazy, bro. In your life. And and uh, it's to, to be grateful and appreciative to be able to have that moment mm-hmm. um, is so rare. And, and you realize that, like, if that could happen, if that happened, then, like, so many other things can happen for you, too. Yeah. Um, which is amazing. And it was just life is all about experiences and just learning from them. And that was definitely an experience that I just, I just, I was learning. It was, it was a two week school of just what is tour now? Like, this is a dream I didn't really know about, but now I'm here. Like I wanted to learn everything about it. I think that's another thing. It's like, I, I look at, I just study everything. Like I want to know how to do as many things as possible. I was asking the tour bus driver, like how the fuck was this opening or working or how is, how does he drive a certain way? I just want to know, like, other people's experience and, and being on tour i learned so much about the music industry yeah. how tour works concerts and now i'm putting all of that into kids at play mm-hmm. now when we go on our first national tour i'm gonna know so many different things just because i had that experience yeah all all of my experience that i've had all are leading into what i'm doing in my life yeah and i think that's it goes for the same with anyone it's like wherever you are and whatever you're doing it's like you might not know why you're there right now but you're gonna probably use that later on in your life. Yeah, hundred percent. So just just go down that uh, stairway, even if you don't see the the light at the end of it. Just continue to go walk. Just and go. Just go. Just go for it, bro. Like it's 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 going to change your life, especially if you put your intentions out there mm-hmm. and you believe that the things that you want to happen will happen. And it's it's, it's an amazing place to be. It's an amazing feeling. It, it, it's crazy for anyone who doesn't have that click in their mind yet of knowing things will happen for yourself. Um, but definitely when you get there, like I know I'm going to succeed and be an amazing entrepreneur one day. I don't know exactly what that entails, Mm -hmm. but I I know it in my mind and I can feel it. And I think there's a difference between cockiness and confidence. Um, and I think in my situation, I'm just very confident with myself. Yeah. And I think a lot of people, I think anyone who's jealous or looking at will see that as cockiness. Mm-hmm. And it's those people who don't realize that th- I'm just thinking that way because I know like it's something that's possible. Yeah. It's like when you start to believe in that, you'll understand. Yeah. Um, so a lot of people might not understand that how I believe in myself so much and you might not believe in yourself so much, but you just got to trust the process and where you're going. And I hope one day you will get there. A hundred percent. Like, honestly, like if, just just listen to this. Like if you were born, if you could hear this right now, if you were born, you were born to win. Because birth is so extremely difficult. Birth is so extremely difficult. So for you to be here in this space, in this world, you were born to win. So anything that you want to happen in your life can absolutely happen. It's crazy. It's like just being alive, like the possibility of being here right now, it's like you don't realize how lucky you are mm-hmm. and a lot of us won't realize how lucky we are until we're gone or we can't do it yeah that's why like i'll never do something i'll never work a job that i don't love to do or work on something that i don't love because why am i gonna put my time and energy into something that i'm not all about yeah, yeah. so find something that you love and just just go all in i promise it'll be worth it yeah i promise so, so right now I'm, I'm gonna get you speak with a little bit more intention. Where do you see yourself? You know, being 20 years old. You know, you got some time before you hit 30, mm-hmm. 10 years, nine years, whatever. 
Um, where do you see yourself within like the next, you know, three, eight, ten years? It's crazy because looking back a year ago, I never saw myself to where I am now. And through all my experiences, I'm learning to just dream way bigger. And uh, a huge quote that I live by is, uh, I heard this couple about a month ago. It's a lot of people underestimate or they overestimate what they can do in one year, but they underestimate what they can do in five to ten or two decades. Mm. And I've been thinking about this a lot lately. And after achieving one of my biggest goals, I'm trying to figure out what's my next biggest goal. And I, it was it's definitely to be able to inspire as many people as possible. Um, where I see myself in the next three to eight years, I just want to be on a way bigger level. Like. I want to be speaking and reaching so many more people because I know it's possible. Um, I want to have a lot more business endeavors. I want to be, um, I really want to build Kids at Play to where it needs to be. Um, Kids at Play is going to be an amazing company one day that just helps a lot of different artists, but also showcases all of us in our group. Um, so in the next three to eight, three years for sure, I'm going to have figured out how to blow kids that play to be one of the biggest creative groups, if not the first creative group to ever be a thing um, for my for myself in three, five years. I think I just want to just still be as positive and hardworking as I am, but I also want to probably have a bunch of different houses in L.A., New York, and be renting them out as Airbnbs, but also if I need to travel there and do work, go and do work there. Yeah. Um, photography and videography i i I just want to make music videos with cool artists like i love music videos is what i love to do so i want to work with maybe baby keem one day or i don't know who i want to work with we'll see where i just gotta i don't want i don't like to plan too much shit out like i said i like to really live in the present but uh i can't i don't even know where the fuck i'm gonna be in next year it's like i it's hard i definitely have a lot of goals anything bro yeah yeah, um, I mean, you have time. You have time. Things and experiences are going to change your perspective mm-hmm. of, of things, of life. And as you continue to go down this journey and experience different kinds of things and, you know, kind of like give yourself balance, you know, that's one thing I wanted to speak about earlier was like, you know, just give yourself balance. Give yourself time to, like, figure things out. And, you know, the the grander things will happen as you you know, be present in the moment yep. and enjoy the time that you are here in mm-hmm. this space right now. Um, but those concepts and ideas will, will come to you, especially as you will continue to meditate yep. and the, the more knowledge you obtain will, will, will come to you. So like, you know, three to eight to 10 years, 20 years, whatever I, I can imagine will be, will be what you want it to be. And so mm-hmm. much more as you continue to speak with intent, continue to share with people to continue to, you know what to do for people sure um it would be an incredible thing for you and the people who are surrounding you so we like to end this thing off with uh i want to ask you a question real quick oh yeah for sure where do you see yourself in 38 years because <laughs> then I, I know when i look back at this i want to i want to see us both in those places 100 percent. i mean that's the first this actually that's the first time someone has ever asked me uh asked me that um I'm honestly like in a space right now just trying to like figure what that is mm-hmm. so i i try to um give myself time like every day to forecast mm-hmm. or to project myself in the future um i i intend for this platform to be everywhere 
It will. Um, for so many people to be inspired, to, to get the knowledge, um, for people to be able to find their passion so they can, like, live out their purpose. This is what this platform is here for. It's beautiful. Um, and, and for me to be able to continue to, to do what I do at, like, a, such a higher level, like, I, I just love to create. Yeah. I love to create, like, uh, films. I love to create, like, platforms. I love the, to p- put myself in position to... You know, like you said, like to inspire like mm-hmm. so many people, and that may come in different forms as new technologies come out. Yeah, you know, um, different opportunities present itself, um, and I I just see myself uh, living a life that I, I want to live with purpose, with technology, and to be able to create um, just different things, and that's that's what I see for myself. That's dope. Um, just continuing to obtain knowledge to to put into the things that i create um to be able to you know help people yeah uh, that's that's the ultimate goal it's a beautiful thing man. um and, and so like you know I'm, I'm super grateful to be able to do it now but i definitely foresee it like becoming much more grandiose much bigger and um i feel like it's it's, it's a it's a great place to be no doubt. so that's what i see for myself and the people surrounding me and uh you know i'm going to continue to write things down i'm going to continue to to meditate on things i'm going to continue to to speak things and see myself in these positions and so it's going to happen it's going to happen it's going to happen it's going to happen um thank you for asking that question because i was i was the first of course i was the first and you know I, i i can imagine you know the the many seasons to come and you know to be able to look back at this this moment right here and to see the things that I believe will happen will be like a a moment. Yeah. A moment in time. It's it's crazy, bro. Like I said, it's like for me to be able to look back at this shit that I've written down is like and that's the same thing what we're saying right now. When we look back at this and we actually accomplish those things, like bro, it's in it's a different it's a different feeling. Yeah. You don't know unless you're there really. A hundred percent. But you'll get there. A hundred percent. So, uh, what's that gem? What's that last gem that you want to drop? That you mm. want to leave people um, to to be able to live the life that they see for that they see for themselves, and how can you inspire them? Dreams are not impossible. A lot of people look at dreams as something that is a dream, not real. It's fake. It's imaginary. That's not true. Dreams can be a reality if you make it your reality. Dreams are what we believe. So if you believe in something and you work for that, you're going to achieve it. Those dreams are a little glimpse of what you have later in life. So if you have a dream, go for it. Don't stop working for it. Nothing's going to be handed to you ever. Trust yourself wherever you are. It's going to take time. It's going to take years. It's going to take a lot of work. 10,000 hours plus. It's going to take crying, sweat, tears. It's going to take all of it. I promise. But when you keep going towards that dream and you know it's possible, it's going to happen. And when you achieve those things, it's amazing, but you're probably going to think, okay, what's next? So never stop asking what's next, but also never know. Or never think that your dreams are impossible because anything in this world is possible i promise I promise follow your dreams 
the only world, or the only thing in this world that can stop you from doing anything is yourself. Shout out to my dad. He told me that shit. Thank you, bro. Shout out to your dad. Look, mom, no hands on Instagram if anyone wants to go check him out. <laughs> That's incredible, bro. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for this time. Thank you, bro. Thank you for coming out. Thank you for dropping all the gems. Hey, I felt like I needed to speak today, so today was the perfect time. The inspirational word that like people will take in this, I, I can imagine this will do numbers for, for the years to come and like when it's dropped. Yeah. Um, thank you. Thank for you, real. bro. For real. My name is Antonio Knox. That is NHP. And this was The Gradient. Ready? Thank you.